Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Let's start with um, this week in Nashville. There was a school shooting, three children dead, three adults dead. Uh, brings back up the debate not only in Albany, but in D.C. Um, and, 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 Senator, you know, it always goes to the gun debate, but we don't hear much about protecting our schools. Uh, is there any push in Albany, uh, any renewed push in Albany uh, since the school shooting this week? Well, it's too early to know because a lot of the focus has been on the budget over the past couple months, and this just t- took place just several days ago. Uh, The state, though, has focused on school safety over the years. If we go back to the Columbine shootings, ultimately, the state required that all schools have a safety plan, a school safety plan in place. And I think the schools throughout New York have done a good job over the years. We could do better. There's no question about it. Uh, One of the things that I, I would like to see is state support for school resource officers. They play an incredible role in the school community in helping to keep the school safe, helping to establish relationships with the kids, with the teachers, and helping to head off problems before they occur. And, you know, is your time as former Erie County Sheriff, do, does that um, department play any role in uh, school, um, school guards or guardian schools? Well, local law enforcement works with their local school districts, and that could come in the form of the sheriff's office or sheriff deputies working with schools in areas where they provide primary police services. You see the city police department working with schools in the city of Buffalo and other cities, and then the various town and village police departments uh, working with their local schools. State police plays a role too. Uh, But of course, I, I think the role can and should be enhanced by state provided support to have better relationships with schools and to ensure that all schools have the resources to make sure that they are safe. All right. Now to the budget. Senator, it seems like this is the third time we're talking about this budget. Uh, The deadline was on Friday, didn't hit the deadline. One of the key things on the budget is the bail law. And I read an article this morning. Uh, Where is that held up? Obviously, I think there's calls on both sides of the aisle for reform of the bail reform. Where does that stand in Albany and where's the disagreement? It seems that there's some discussion between the legislative leaders and the governor going on about that particular subject right now. Uh, but the, the standoff really is a political one. There are the progressives that say that they want no changes in the bail laws, period. And there's others that say the bail laws are completely inadequate and need to be changed 
because they're not helping to protect the people of the state of New York. Um, in particular, the governor proposed to eliminate in certain circumstances the three words, least restrictive means, to allow judges uh, to, make, to make their determination in certain circumstances. I think her proposal is, is somewhat really a minimal change at all that wouldn't have a great impact whatsoever. But you've got people on the other side dug in and they just don't want any change. The fortunate thing that is taking place right now, it seems that there is some discussion going on. And I'd like us like to see us getting to some sort of compromise, so to speak, so the budget can get done. But when we go back to the bail laws, they're completely inadequate. I, I think the simple answer, and many people think this, is to allow judicial discretion and let the judges make decisions whether or not an individual, in their discretion, whether or not an individual is going to reappear for all the court proceedings as required, and whether or not they're a danger to the community. And if they're a danger to the community or if they're likely not to reappear, give the judges the discretion to remand that ind individual, like we see in some other states, most notably New Jersey, who changed their bail laws with great success over the past several years. You know, we hear from DAs throughout the state, and obviously not all DAs, but regardless of the party, there have been DAs in upstate, let's not, you know, not so much downstate, but upstate there have been DAs who have said, you know, these bail laws are ridiculous. These bail laws have to be reformed. Have they come to Albany to speak to some of these um, people who are standing off who don't want to see any changes to the bail laws? Some of them have, and they've also done it through the the District Attorneys Association of the state of New York, which the purpose is the purpose of that association is to advocate for the policies that the various district attorneys are advocating for. So yes, they have been uh, somewhat of, of a presence, mostly through their association and individual discussions uh, with the various legislators in the respective counties throughout the state. You know, I, I know I'm asking you to, th to think uh, for your colleagues on the other side of the aisle, but do you think there will be, by the time this budget changes, any changes to the bail, or is it going to be the type of thing where the governor gives in? I think it's, it's possible that there's going to be some slight changes. It appears that discussions are heading in that direction, but these very slight changes, in, in my view, are inadequate, at least as it relates to public safety. Now, obviously, bail laws have gotten a lot of the talk, but also this uh, this upcoming uh, ban on gas or proposed ban on gas. You know, we had State Senator Sean Ryan here uh, a few weeks ago, and he said that uh, there's been this talk of a pause. Uh, has that actually made it to the Senate, or as the budget stands now, it is the full uh, gas ban proposal? Well, as we know, the Climate Action Council put out a, a what they call a scoping plan, and, and that plan is essentially uh, the way that New York is going to achieve the goals, the, the proposed way that New York is going to achieve the goals that are set in law of being emission-free and moving towards all electric uh, by you know certain dates, 20, you know, 2030, 2040. Uh, are among the dates that are in there. Some of it can only be accomplished through law or regulation. The governor proposed uh, a, a law, uh, interstate of the state. Uh, her proposal was to start moving on this and ban 
gas hookups in all new buildings and ban any new gas stoves uh, beginning in 2030. So that was her proposal. Of course, it met with outrage as it should. And the legislature uh, in their proposed budget has backed off just a little bit on that as far as the gas stoves. And what the specific proposal is the electrification of all new buildings beginning in 2025. So it's not necessarily a pause. The, the, the recommendations of the Climate Action Council are still out there. It's just simply that the proposed legislation has to do with buildings only at this point. So this wouldn't have to do with the 2030 appliance ban? Well, the 2030 appliance ban is still among the recommendation. It can't be implemented until laws are established or regulations are put in place. However, uh, even though this doesn't appear, even though the gas stove ban is not in the legislative proposals currently, but right now for this budget, it does not preclude the DEC from putting forward proposed regulations to accomplish those goals. So it's still out there. I mean, it's it, it's a seeming pause, but it isn't really. The goals are out there, and the obligation is on the legislature uh, and and the, the state executive branch to pass the laws and regulations to accomplish these goals unless we put forward changes in the law. Seems like change the goals and change the way of doing it. But it's it's still there. It's still going to happen. Uh, but but the legislature in their one house budgets have just simply backed off the proposal relating to gas stoves. Seems like we are far from over talking about this uh, proposed gas ban, Senator. Uh, you know, looking through You're right on, <laughs> looking through two hundred plus billion, uh, the second largest budget in the country. It, it, you know, the bail, the, um, the 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 gas that gets a lot of the focus. Is there anything in this budget um, that you think deserves more focus um, of this two hundred billion dollars? We've had this we've had this problem for years where so much of the focus during budget time is discussion about policy. And there's many of us, myself included, that think the budget should be dealing with the budget. The the dollars that the the state collects from taxpayers and the way that they spend that. Uh, And I don't think that there's enough focus on those dollars. Um, the, The proposal right now, I think, is at $227 billion. And I don't think that there's enough discussion about how those dollars are being spent and if they're being spent wisely. And if we need, we, we need to spend that much. Um, beyond that though, there are, there are some good things in the budget that the budget pays attention to. We know that um, education is important to everybody and this particular budget uh, pays attention to education, uh, particularly K through 12 education. Our infrastructure is important, and there's proposals to increase funding for help to our locals, towns, villages, cities, counties, to help them take care of their roads and bridges, as well as enhance spending for New York's roads and bridges. Um, the governor has a housing proposal that's somewhat controversial, but she includes a significant amount of money um, in the budget this year, and that's something that it, it has the potential to hold, continue to hold up the budget. And that's subject to negotiations. And then, of course, our hospitals and nursing homes. Um, many are on, on a fiscal cliff right now. 
And the budget does pay some attention, fortunately, to that. So there's a lot of things in there, uh, but it seems these bigger policy matters are getting the most discussion and not as much focus on the dollars like it ought to be. I want to ask you about something that has gotten focus, uh, I believe it's outside the budget, um, for the last few weeks. Now, I was filling in for the afternoon show. We did two shows on this over the last uh, couple of weeks, and it's this this new push to now raise the minimum wage up to $21.25. And I have seen businesses, Senator, that don't usually get political um, push back on this, you know, say this would would ruin their business. And we're talking about some of our favorite small businesses here in Western New York. What is your take on this uh, raise the wage act push that now would take it to 2125? Well, I certainly think that it's problematic and we've seen businesses close because of the increases in the minimum wage over the past several years. And I hear many business owners telling me that they just can't afford it anymore. They just can't afford the labor and they can't make ends meet. And to continue to pass that cost on to consumers just becomes too much. Um, so, so they've folded up shop. And I think these proposed increases would have a similar negative effect and be problematic. The, both the Senate and the Assembly um, in their one-house budgets have tried to address minimum wage through increases in, in various ways. And the governor has actually proposed in her budget the indexing of minimum wage, so tying minimum wage to inflation so it would increase on that regular basis. So it presents problems, uh, but you're correct in saying it hasn't got as much attention, but it's still in there, and it's still one of the things that's being being discussed as far as the budget goes. And if it falls out of the budget and it's discussed later on, um, no doubt so many people – the progressive group that is there will continue to push increase in minimum wage. And the business groups will have to be very loud in reaching out to the legislators and trying to accurately demonstrate the problems that it will create, not just for them, but for the consumers, the people that patronize those businesses. Because ultimately, that cost will be passed on to everybody. And talk to everybody you know. It could be yourself. It could be your family members your friends. It's very difficult for people to make ends meet in New York. And to the extent that we continue to raise prices and costs on consumers and businesses, we're going to continue to lose people to other states. Yeah, I thought it was interesting when uh, State Senator Sean Ryan was on here because he kept, you know, I I brought up the fact that, you know, most minimum wage jobs, in my opinion, um, aren't, you know, supposed to be full-time career jobs, right? You know, I work a part-time job. That's a minimum wage job. Um, and, and I thought it was funny he kept on bringing up the major corporations, like the big box stores. And, and my pushback was, and I'd like to know what you think, is you know if we keep on raising the minimum wage, all we'll have left are the big box stores because it will kill the small business. Well, I think the, the potential is for that. But I, if you go back to your comments about what is a minimum wage job and, and what's it for, uh, it's, typically it's somebody um, starting out in life. and their first job where they're starting to gain experience, helping to pay their way through school, uh, helping to provide support as a second income uh, or supplement, supplement other jobs that they do until they get the skills to move into a, a career type of position. Um, I, I just, I'm with you. I don't understand the push to raise the wages in all these positions. We're either going to have all big, 
it'll be, become very difficult. If we increase the minimum wage, we put pressure on employers, pressure on consumers, and ultimately we price New York businesses out of the market so that they pack up and take their business to some other state that's much more affordable than New York. All right, Senator, I got one more question. You're a state senator in the state of New York. Obviously, Thursday night, all eyes were on the Manhattan DA as they uh, decided to indict former President Donald Trump. Uh, Do you have any thoughts on that? I'm a state senator in the state of New York, and I try to focus on state policies. Uh, The only thing that I think is connected that is a little concerning to me is uh, last year, we had a 21% increase in index crimes across the state. And it would seem to me that uh, we should be focusing on how to keep our community safe, those of us that are in the position to do so, whether it's, whether it's a legislator, whether it's a district attorney, the sheriff, whatever it may be. And we look particularly in New York City, um, problems in their communities and the mayor trying to do things to make New York City safer. Uh, And and then you see policies in this particular DA's office. Uh, This this DA has made a practice of reducing felony charges to misdemeanors last year, over 50 percent of them. Um, So I I like to focus on what we should be doing for our citizens. And as a state senator, as you you pointed out, um, I don't necessarily think I should be telling my constituents what they should think about federal matters and past presidents. All right. Sounds good. State Senator uh, Pat Gallivan, always a pleasure. Uh, thanks for joining us this morning. Okay, Joe. Thank you. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 